Shut up, Bella. You know what? No. Hello and welcome back to the Shut Up Bella podcast, the podcast where you all beg me to shut up and I do not listen. I'm your host Bella and in today's episode, once again, it's another Rambi style video and in this one we are going to be talking about astrology. Now, astrology is something I think that can be quite misunderstood and this is because what a lot of people don't understand about astrology is it's actually a very hard topic, I guess you could call it, to get your head around. So in most media and most people would understand astrology as you have one sign, you have your star sign and that sign is supposed to determine everything about you. This isn't the case. Um, I think I just need to put a disclaimer out there at the beginning of this episode. I'm not an astrologer. I am not the most educated on this topic. This isn't an astrology podcast. This is just a one-off episode where I want to talk about astrology because it's something I've been interested in for about a few years now. This isn't me saying I believe in astrology 100%. This is just my way of saying astrology interests me. I think I know quite a lot about it, maybe a bit more than the average person would know about it, which is why I would like to talk about it today. So we're going to be talking about all the different signs a person can have, we're going to dispel some myths and rumours about astrology, and then I will be giving my ranking and opinions on the different signs and answering a few questions that people have submitted about astrology. So first and foremost, let's talk about the signs. The signs, that's wrong with the planets. So most people would say they have their star sign. This isn't accurate from what I'm aware of. There is no such thing as a star sign within astrology. There is a sun sign, which is commonly misnamed as a star sign. And this is where the sun was placed when you were born. And many say that this position is sort of how you appear. You know, it's the broadest version of yourself your sun sign so my sun sign is a leo which i think is painfully obvious sometimes which means you know i'm mainly quite outgoing and occasionally narcissistic and selfish and i'm very much a leo in terms of the way i appear to others but now we have way more than just one sign which is the whole point of this video essentially So not only do we have a sun sign, we have what's called a big three. And these are the three signs that make up the most fundamental aspects of your personality. So we have the sun sign, the moon sign, and the rising sign. The moon sign is, it kind of reflects your emotional side and the inner qualities you have. So the best example I can think of this for this is my moon sign is Scorpio, which means while I might project this outward persona of being bold and loud as being a Sun Leo, my moon Scorpio means I'm quite introspective and introverted and really emotional, but because it's Scorpio, I don't let people acknowledge these emotions. I don't let people see this side of myself. Now, not only do we have the Sun and the Moon sign, we also have the rising sign. And the rising sign, the best way to describe the rising sign is If you're a party, the rising sign is how people would initially view you. It's sort of like the first impression you give to people. So my rising sign is Scorpio, which means if someone met me at a party, perhaps they'd see me as, 
you know, mysterious or standoffish or something within that realm. The rising sign can also dictate a person's appearance. The best example I can think of this is if you're a Leo rising, you probably have amazing hair. If you're a Scorpio rising, I think eyes are quite big for Scorpio risings. Most Scorpio risings I've met have blue eyes because it's a water sign, I have blue eyes. So it's kind of within that realm. So they are the big three of astrology. The big three that make up a person's persona. Now, there are... 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11... There are 12 planets altogether, including the big three that I can talk about today. However, there are only three, I would say, that are as important as the big three. Maybe not as important, but on the same level of importance. And they are your Mars sign, your Venus sign, and your Mercury sign. If this gets too complex for any of you... Um, feel free to reach out. This is me explaining it in the briefest form I possibly can. And like I said, I'm not an expert, so my explanations probably aren't as good. If you want any links to further reading accounts or books about astrology, I have a ton. If you didn't know, a few years ago, I went through what I like to call my witch phase, where I was obsessed with astrology, I was obsessed with tarot. And I'm aware that this can make a, quite a lot of people very uncomfortable. So if this is a topic that makes you feel uncomfortable or challenges your beliefs in any way, feel free to just not listen further. This isn't me saying I believe in astrology or tarot either. It was just something I was interested in as a young teenager. You know, me and my friends used to do tarot at sleepovers and there's always a girl who would leave the room when we were doing this because it made her feel uncomfortable. So if this is you, then feel free to just stop listening here. So, yes, the next three signs I want to talk about are the Mars, Venus and the Mercury sign. So let's start with Mars. Mars is how you express yourself and your anger is how I like to think about it. Mars is kind of like, obviously Mars is the planet of aggression that sort of comes from the Mars god in Roman mythology who is the god of war. It determines how you assert yourself to others, how you take action and sort of the energy that surrounds you particularly in your sex life so my mars sign is pisces which is quite interesting because it means the way i assert myself is i'm quite dreamy intuitive and thoughtful if you've ever met me you know i like to describe myself as soft and i'm constantly thinking constantly dreaming and this is in part due to my mars sign I think the most aggressive person I've ever met had her Mars in Aries and oh boy, she was a mess. She was constantly mad at the world and it was so much fun for me to experience as her friend. Next sign I want to talk about is the Venus sign. Obviously Venus is the, the sign of love. She's the god of love as well in Roman mythology. So Venus determines how and what you love. It indicates how you express affection and what you are attracted to within love. So my Venus sign is Leo, which means I am quite idealistic in love and also my love language is gifts, largely. If I love someone, I love giving them things, I love buying my friends presents, that is sort of how I express my love. Some can say it's quite materialistic, but I just think that is the perfect way of showing somebody how much I care for them. It also means I'm quite ride or die with love. 
um, in a romantic relationship I do need a lot of reassurance and affection because I am a Leo it means I'm very dramatic and I need that constant reassurance otherwise my mind goes to crazy places constantly and it does seem like within a relationship I just want drama but that's not the case I just need to know that that person is as there for me as I am for them the also it also shows like who you love so for example I can never love somebody who is like sort of quieter and meek because that is not me so it means mainly other people I get on with well are other fire venuses the next planet I quickly want to touch on is your mercury sign mercury covers your intellect and your way of thinking the way you see the world my mercury is in virgo which means i have quite an analytical outlook of the world and what i produce it means my intellect is very critical and i'm quite nitpicky and a perfectionist and in my opinion it's quite interesting to be a leo sun mercury virgo because it means that obviously with a leo leo i view as the people pleaser sign they want everybody to like them which is why they can be quite show-offy at times so to be a people pleaser and perfectionist within being a Leo but also to be a Mercury Virgo which is so intensely perfectionistic and just want everything to be perfect at all times it can cause a lot of issues within myself personally and if I had to pick my least favourite placement it is probably my Mercury Virgo I wish my Mercury was something a little more laid back so I could be a little more laid back like perhaps a Mercury Libra would be a lot more fun and it would improve my communication skills because Libra is a very social sign. I'll get into that in a little bit. There are other planets. These planets I know less about, so I'm not going to touch upon them in case I do give any wrong information. But these planets include Pluto, Neptune, Uranus, Saturn and Jupiter. And within astrology, I'm not going to go into it in too much detail because, once again, this is something I know about personally. But I'm not sure if I could like, express it well enough to teach you guys if you're using this as a teaching tool if you're just randomly listening to this there are also houses within astrology there are 12 houses each house represents something different and that doesn't mean you have to have all 12 houses in your chart in my chart i only have the first house third house eighth house ninth house and twelfth house if you understand astrology you probably know what that means if you don't do not worry but if you'd like more information about houses i might do a whole episode dedicated to the houses of astrology who knows but now i want to move on to my rankings of the signs and to start with i'm going to rank my elements of the signs if you didn't know astrology has four elements you have the fire signs water signs earth signs and air signs so i'm going to rank my favorite elements and my favorite signs within each element before getting to my overall official ranking of every sign so to start with the best element of sign is fire signs if you disagree with me you are either boring or oh, an air sign <laughs> but fire signs are the best signs they are ride or die they will love you with your entire heart and they are the most fun time ever everybody close to me both in my personal life and online life has some sort of fire sign attached to them so the rankings of the best fire signs number one is leo this isn't just because i'm a leo every leo i've ever met is phenomenal phenomenal they are bold easy to make friends they are fun funny as well 
And I think that comes with, obviously Leo is a sign ruled by the sun, and I think that is essentially where it comes from. We are ruled by the sun, we can capture someone's attention very quickly, and that does make for a very fun time, in my opinion. The second best water fire sign is Aries. My One of my closest friends is an Aries moon, um, Thea Archeronta is an Aries sun. I do think, as a Leo, I get on very well with Aries. Aries are the youngest sign of the zodiac. They are most commonly described as babies or toddlers because they feel a lot of emotions and sometimes struggle to regulate them. But if you think a Leo is ride or die, wait until you meet an Aries. An Aries would start a whole war if you said one bad thing to their friends. They are the most loyal, well not the most loyal out of the Zodiac against that layer, but they are incredibly, incredibly loyal. They are affectionate. They are also very active. I've never met an Aries who is sort of passive in their life. They do take charge very easily, which can correlate to being a bit bossy but I've never experienced this with Aries before. My least favourite fire sign is Sagittarius. This isn't because, to be honest, I've never really met a Sagittarius. So if you are a Sagittarius out there, let me know if you think you've been wrongly placed. But in my opinion, what I know of Sagittarius is they are quite adventurous and out there, but not in the way that Leo and Aries are. They are kind of out of all the fire signs, I would say they're the most lone wolf of the fire signs. When I think of Sagittarius, I think of the kind of people who like backpack through Europe and travel the world and tell you about the gap year they took before they went to university. The only Sagittarius I've ever met, I think I knew a girl who was a Sagittarius moon and I didn't get along with her, so whether that was the reason or not, I'm not sure. But in my opinion, Sagittarius is the worst fire sign. Now next in my ranking of the elements is earth signs, which might be surprising. It's a bit surprising to me myself actually, but when I was making this ranking list, it was a toss up between earth signs and the next sign, but overall it came down to earth signs being the second best. And the best earth sign without a doubt is Taurus. If you think Capricorn or Virgo is better than Taurus, you have something severely, severely wrong with you. Taurus are so funny. They are the loyalist sign. Of the zodiac period you cannot argue with me on this my two closest friends have taurus placement big taurus placements in their charts one is a taurus sun the other is a taurus moon so it does play a fundamental role in my life tauruses they get a reputation for being sort of lazy and gluttonous but honestly from what i've experienced this isn't the case i think tauruses appreciate the finer things in life and that can be read as greed sometimes but I have yet to experience this in a Taurus. Tauruses also have a very, I think all earth signs do, but Taurus in particular, they have a very dry sense of humour which I love, it works well with me as a Leo and yeah I could, I just love Tauruses a lot. The second best earth sign is Capricorns. Capricorns are, I think because Capricorns are represented by the animal goat, that's sort of the best way to describe it. Or a famous Capricorn, if you did not know this, is Eugene Lee Yang from the Try Guys. He is the most Capricorn person on the planet. He is hardworking, ambitious, the driest sense of humour. He is dark, mysterious. If you think Scorpios get a reputation for being dark and mysterious, wait until you meet a Capricorn. They are brooding. They are intense. And 
sometimes I love that if the other placements work well with that but if the other placements are kind of in conflict with that I think this is why I'm not a huge fan of Capricorns all the time. If you didn't know Evelyn Brannigan from T-Dunk she is a Capricorn and I think she perfectly represents everything that a Capricorn is you know sort of emotionally closed off but very ambitious very hard-working and has that loyalty that is signature to an earth sign. My least favourite earth sign are Virgos as you heard me say before I have a my Mercury is in Virgo and I really dislike that and um, Virgos are very nitpicky Virgos are the kind of person who corrects you even if you know what you've said is wrong. Virgo would comment on your book and say everything they didn't like before they get to everything they do like. If you are a Virgo, don't take this personally. What Like I should have disclaimed at the start of this episode, this is based on my personal experience with each side. But yeah, if you're a Virgo and you want to change my mind, please do. Please reach out. I would love that. Honestly, if I could choose any sign to edit my book, I'd choose a Virgo because they'd be relentless, they'd be ruthless, and they would make sure it's the best possible. Like I said, they are perfectionists. And when I think of Virgo, I think of very studious and academic. Next, the third best element of signs is water signs. Now, I am a water dominant myself, which which basically just means most of my placements are within water signs. For example, uh, my moon, my rising, my Mars, and a lot of other placements are within water signs. But this is where it gets controversial. The best water sign, without a doubt, is Scorpio. If you disagree with me, you are wrong. The best water sign is Scorpio. They are so, so, so amazing. They are intense, they are dark, they are ride or die. They First of all, I've never met an ugly Scorpio. Scorpios are always absolutely stunning. They are probably an e-girl. Scorpios also have fantastic fashion sense. They get this reputation of being, you know, pretentious and obnoxious. And yeah, most are, but I love it because I am also pretentious and obnoxious. The second best water sign is Pisces. Pisces are the definition of soft girls. They are like meek and they probably wear floral prints and they daydream and they probably have like pink hair just very soft and this can either gel very well with me or I can get annoyed by their naivety and childishness it's one of the two the worst water sign is cancer this isn't me saying I don't like cancers my mother is a cancer so I can't sit here and slate them this is just saying that as a Leo cancers don't always work best with me personally that's all i'm gonna say in case one day my mother ever listens to this and gets really mad at me for being horrible about her sign the worst element of science is air signs i think this is entirely because i am a fire sign and fire signs typically don't get on too well with air signs but even so the best air sign are libras libras are I think the best way to describe a Libra is a devil's advocate. They like to play both sides. They are ruled by Venus, which means most people will have a crush on Libra once in their life. They are magnetic. They light up a room they walk into. They are beautiful without even trying. They can't hold a secret to save their life. If you tell a Libra a secret, everyone else will know that you told them that. The second best air sign is Aquarius. Um, 
I think Aquariuses are very much outside societal norms. They sort of break away from what everyone expects of a person. My friend once said she thinks Aquariuses are all aliens that were just dropped onto the planet, which could be true. By the way, um, does anyone else think aliens are definitely real? Like, there is no way out there in the entire, entire universe we're the only things that exist. Absolutely no way. Aliens exist, and if an alien is listening to this, please get in touch and tell me if you exist. But also, please don't abduct me, because alien abduction isn't on my bucket list, and I'm not a huge fan of that idea. The worst air sign are Geminis. Now, Geminis get a lot of flack for being two-faced and sort of sly and underhanded. Do I think this is untrue? Not really. Like I said, this is based on my experience with Geminis, not Geminis as a whole. I'm sure there are lovely Geminis out there. But yeah, I think Geminis can be two-faced and this isn't always a bad thing. I think Geminis are sort of like the chameleons of the zodiac. They can blend into any group. They are social butterflies, which to the wrong person can read as being quite two-faced. So that leaves, before I get into some questions, my overall rankings of the zodiac signs. We'll go from the bottom to the top. The worst sign in the zodiac, in my opinion, is Geminis. Then we have Virgos, Cancers and Sagittarius. They are my four least favourite signs. Then we have Aquarius, Capricorn, Libra and Pisces. And my top four signs in the zodiac are... Aries, Scorpio, Taurus, and the best sign, in my opinion, no surprise that, is Leo. So now I should move on to some questions I received on Instagram. I put a poll on my Instagram story saying, ask me some questions about astrology, and now I'm going to be answering them. So the first question is from Anna Wrights on Instagram, and she said, are you an astrologer? I am 1000% not an astrologer, I am just a girl who went through a witch phase and still has a fountain of knowledge about astrology that I basically share with everyone who asks me what their sign is or anything like that. I'm constantly talking about this stuff, even if I don't 100% believe it, I do think it's one of those things that is just, it's an easy cop- topic to talk about. For example, if I was at a party and I was like, ooh, what's your sign? It's easy to just talk about this to get a conversation flowing to sort of break the ice with someone. The next question, Thea spammed me. She said, what's an astrology? Um, yeah, I think I've covered that. My star sign is Capri Sun. What flavour? I'm going to guess that you're an orange Capri Sun. Because I can't remember the other flavours, but you are definitely an orange Capri Sun. Um, she said my star sign is Ribena. Fun fact, I don't like Ribena. I only like orange juice out of all variants of juice. She said, am I doing this right? Absolutely, you are not. And fun fact about Thea, I don't care if she doesn't want me to share this, I'm going to. She's an Aries. If you go on Thea's Twitter, you will instantly realise, yeah, she's an Aries. She's the most Aries person I have ever met in my entire, entire life. The next question is from... King Kate at Nympho X, X Nympho X. She said, I'm a Cancer, hit me with facts. So, Cancers, in my experience, are. How do I say this without my podcast getting reported for being explicit? The freakiest sign, actually. Um, their symbol is two fishes in a position that can be read as um, sexual. 
and from what I've experienced, yes, cancers are very much like that, but they're also the most maternal sign. Maybe this is just because my mother is a cancer, but they are incredibly maternal and nurturing of those around them. Cancers are also, I think they're the fifth or fourth, wait, Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer. They are the fourth oldest, fourth youngest sign in the zodiac, which means I think their ages are sort of early 20s is the age of a Cancer, which basically just means like when you're starting to form your life, when you're starting to form identities. So I think the identity of a Cancer, because they're also a water sign, is quite fluid and able to change quite quickly. The next question is from Devilish Tales, Layla. It is, what's your sign? My sign is Leo. I love my sign. I would not change my sign for, actually, if I had to change my sign, I would change it to Scorpio. So then I was a Scorpio Sun, Scorpio Moon, Scorpio Rising. I think that would be absolutely iconic. Also, another fun fact, this isn't relevant at all to any of the questions, but most of the writers and me are either water signs, air signs, or or fire signs. I don't think I've yet to meet an earth sign writer. If you are an earth sign writer, please let me know so my data isn't totally screwed. The next question is from Raven Obsidian Inc. They asked, in your opinion, is astrology a science? If you say yes, I'll be very, very disappointed. Do I think it's a science? No. Do I think it's easy to get your head around? No, I do think it is an incredibly complex topic that people don't give enough understanding to. I think instead of a science, it's more of a pseudoscience, where along the same lines of things like, I don't know, like the studies of the occult supernatural. Like I said, I don't fully believe in astrology, but there are certain things that do make sense. I'll give you an example. Um, Empty houses in astrology is just when you don't have a sign in that house. I have an empty 11th house, which means I struggle to have close friends. And in real life, I only have two close friends. So this makes a lot of sense for me personally because my Scorpio, because I'm a Scorpio moon, it means music is incredibly important to me, which is true. So I do think certain parts of it make sense, but I also think astrology is vague enough that it can make sense to anyone for any reason. So do I think it's a science? No, but that is not to say I think it's easy to understand or get your head around. Hopefully this podcast is proof of that because this is the most rambly episode ever. It's just me pouring information I have on to use in a way that probably doesn't make any sense. But even so, if you've enjoyed this episode and would like to reach out to the podcast, do so on my social media on what part that what part that is. Babella two B's two L's two E's and on Instagram and Twitter we've had a little bit of a name change, a little bit of a rebrand over there. And the account is now Shut Up Bella with two S's. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed my random ranting about star signs, please let me know. If you disagree with my opinions or agree with any of them, please feel free to reach out. Thank you so much for listening. A Goodbye.